Is there anything we can do to know we're talking to them? Like, how do we know we're actually communicating with the animal? That's a great question. I would I would say one of the easiest exercises is right before you go to sleep, close your eyes, clear your mind screen. Maybe do some breathing to relax. Clear out the day. Because you have to make room for your being to make his presence known. Okay, now on your mind screen, maybe pull a picture up of your animal and just start feeling inside of you how much you love them, how much you appreciate them, how much you know sometimes you're tired and maybe you're crabby, but that has nothing to do with how much you love them. And then say to your animal, I will be open to your communicating with me only for a few minutes if you feel safe to do so, and I'm only open to you. I'm not open to anyone else flying by. And you say your protection or you say whatever you feel, and then just fall asleep because you're communicating with them. In time, you will know whether you're getting through in that you'll see a change in your animal. Now, something that I, I get, Krista, that I love is people will take, um, you know, a course. And sometimes after the second class, they'll say, you know, Miranda, I, I know this is going to sound weird, but I, 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 you know, I just started looking at my animal and they're looking at me differently, you know, or he just sits and stares at me. And I go, Imagine that. <laughs> what do you think? You know? And now the question is, did that animal always do that? And that human's picking up on it? Or is the animal so grateful that their human is now, you know, paying attention to that? Mm. So and in time it will happen. In time, there during the class that happens where people say, it's really true. I just know my cat heard me. You know, I know my horse. I didn't even have to take a carrot. My horse came to me, you know. I was walking the other day. I've been working on my animal communication. Good. And I was walking the other day and there was this dog. I was walking with a friend and I was like really intently t communicating with the dog in my mind. And the woman goes, are you speaking Russian? And I go, no. She goes, you just spoke Russian to my dog. And I'm like, I was talking with my mind. I wasn't talking Russian. She's like, I heard you speak Russian to my dog. Isn't that hilarious? That's so funny. I know. I was like, no, I was just talking to my mind with your dog. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do dogs hear in languages? Like, could Alice understand someone that was speaking another language? Or could Fuji understand someone that was speaking another language? Yes, but not in the way we might think. As humans, we picture what we want. And if we're really good trainers, we always picture what we want. Mm -hmm. We don't picture what we don't want. You know, I don't want you to pee on the floor, and you're showing the cat peeing yeah. on the floor. In your mind's ah. eye. Yep, in mm -hmm. your mind's eye. So so picturing what you want. But and, and that comes up in the classes. Someone will say, how did my dog know that we were going to go for a walk? Invariably, when we, you know, a person would say, because you took your keys out. No, I didn't. I was sitting on the edge of my bed. See, that's true, but you were picturing the park where you're going to go. Dog went, I'm out of here. I'll get the keys. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
the visualization and the mind's eye visuals reminded me of vacation. You know, when you go away on vacation and how you can support your animals in feeling less stressed or not having separation anxiety. What are some tips you have for people when they might be going away and someone's coming to watch the animal or they might be going to like a place where animals, like a boarding place? What do you normally suggest people do on vacation? You know, um, I that's part of my practice as well is that we have travel packages for people when they're traveling. I also work with people in entertainment where they're shooting in different countries. So we get them on Zoom. We get the pet sitter on Zoom or the pet sitter sends me questions and pictures that are current of the animal um, because that animal does need to know where they are. Now, I will share with you preparing that you're going to leave is important. Um, if you're going to move, it's really important. But, it, but preparing that you're taking for a trip, this is, this is what's happening. This is who's going to take care of you and introducing the pet sitter ahead of time, not the day that you've gone. No. Um, but while you're gone, you can communicate with your animal just peacefully right before you go to sleep. However, and this is key, you want to picture them in your home, not where you are. We don't want an animal escaping trying to find you. So, I, oh, I can see you're in the living room. That's so sweet. I love you so much. And you just make sure that's what you're picturing. When you're ready to come home, three days before you come home, you can picture yourself first three sunsets and the animals in your home sensing that it's a sunset, still inside, we're good. And then on the fourth morning or whenever you're coming home, you picture yourself coming through the door. Are you coming home at night or are you coming home at daytime? Picture that so they have more of a, an articulation. And that helps. The only downside I have to say with, with um, my communicating with your animals while you're traveling is that my clients have said to me, um, Wow, Miranda, you know, it was really good to talk to my animal. I said, well, wait a minute, what's going on? They go, well, it was good for the animal, but when I got home, they went, oh, you're home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask that. Yeah, like, yeah. Are, they, are they kind of psyched sometimes that their owner is off doing something nice mm -hmm. for themselves? Well, no, no, not they're necessarily. Like, we got space. Yeah, it's more, it's more that when, no, no. Okay, so I'm glad you said that. Let me clarify. It's just that everybody loves when the animal goes, God, she's home, oh, you yes. know? And then when we communicate sometimes, and the human walks through a home, they go, oh, good. Well, I'm glad you're home mm -hmm. because we've had that ongoing mm -hmm. communication, you know, mm -hmm. but everybody feels better communicating. Mm -hmm. Everybody does. Mm. Yeah. I feel, I don't like when they, you come home and they're waiting because then I'm like, oh, you've been wondering and you're yeah. nervous. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. I like when they're doing their own thing and they're kind of in their own experience because when they're waiting, I'm like, oh, you've been, that's not good. Yeah. Mm. You know, for them to have that, but. What is um, what is the harmonious listening approach that you have? How did that, how did so that come about? So those are courses of different levels of people that want to learn how to communicate with their own animals. And it's very sweet because everyone who shows up, and we're now, we've transferred all of the curriculum online, which is wonderful, because I have clients that are in 
the you know all over the world sitting in their own home working with their animals um what we do is we work sometimes with meditation sometimes with um looking at pictures and seeing what people get from those photographs sometimes we work with live animals when we can because for instance the horses that i like to use are up in the rockies in snow no i'm not going to be asking the human out there with the camera you know but um we work in all different ways with animals and work on being quiet and creating space um the level 1 is all about how can you be more sensitive to your own animal how can you be listening at a deeper level so we go through exercises as well Then the level two is more: How can you empty yourself out more so that you have more room? These are for humans that feel they're very sensitive, or their friends have said, "You're so sensitive." Yes, mm-hmm. and be proud of that. Mm-hmm. That is something to be proud of. And then level three on, it just gets deeper and yes. deeper as we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning into Morning Microdose by Almost Thirty. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost Thirty podcast. All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe, and if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose, and follow Almost Thirty at Almost Thirty Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.